Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Freezing Nomad podcast. I'm your host, Perfect Nomad. The date is April 2nd, 2018, and today I am going to speak to you about a personal favorite game of mine by the name of Dead by Daylight. Let's go ahead and get started. Dead by Daylight is an asymmetrical horror game for the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. The objective of this game, if you're a survivor, is to survive. You do so by fixing these generators around the map, and you have to complete at least five generators and then power an op- uh, a gate to escape. Now, that may sound easy, but there is a killer out there hunting you the entire time. This, the objective for the killer, is to sacrifice the survivors to the entity. Now, this, this sounds super complicated, but it's not. It's actually a lot of fun. So if you're a survivor, when you're fixing these generators, these skill checks happen. A little dial comes out, and it rotates clockwise, and you have to stop it exactly on a little bar by hitting spacebar. And if you do so, the generator progresses a little bit more and you can progress faster. But the harrowing experience about this is if you're fixing a generator and you start hearing a heartbeat, that means the killer is nearby. That's really, really spooky and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's thrilling because you don't know which direction the killer is coming from. Now, when you're playing Survivor, you have a third-person view, whereas the killer only has a first-person view. So you can literally hide right under his, under his nose, and he won't even know. But as you're fixing a generator and you hear the heartbeat, sometimes it's best to not just run away immediately. Because when you run as a Survivor, you leave red scratch marks in your immediate area, notifying the killer that someone is in this area and they're nearby. And also, if the killer is very keen on his senses and he's wearing a headset he can hear you run around he can hear you breathing he can hear your character which it's it's a really cool experience when you're playing the killer because it's like you're hunting your prey now you have different means of escaping as a survivor you if you're if you're caught at a position and you and and you're trying to escape the killer you could throw um pallets on him like pallets that you would find at a grocery store. You run through, you can hit space bar, and then boom, here comes a pallet. And if you manage to hit the killer with that, you can stun him, breaking his line of sight, and you can continue running off elsewhere. Now, some killers have perks that allow them to resist that kind of thing, and they're able to just uh, recover very fast, so it's very dangerous to do so. It's very risky. Now, it's based off a, a two-hit system, so if you get hit once, you're injured. If you get hit again, you're downed. Once you're injured, you start bleeding out all over the place and you start leaving blood trails showing the killer where you ran to. And if you get downed and picked up, the killer can uh, throw you on a hook. And that's his main goal, is to sacrifice you. And once he sacrifices you, he can... uh, That's that's his objective. You're basically lost and then you can go into your next game. So in the next segment, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the killer's point of view. The killers. Ooh, spooky. I like this part of of the game because I was a scare actor for five seasons over at this local theme park called Knott's Berry Farm. They turned it into Knott's Scary Farm. Ooh. And I really like horror. So this is the main thing that drew me to this game in the first place. Besides its, uh, its low specs. 
doesn't take a lot to run. <laughs> so this game has seven original killers, and it would be way too long to, to list them all, but their iconic killer is uh, the Trapper. The Trapper is similar to Jason Voorhees, but it's not quite him. Now, this guy can lay down traps on the floor, and he wields a machete, and that's about it. <laughs> and uh, you just use the basic mechanics of the game. Now, the basic mechanics to playing a killer is that, number one, you're stuck in first-person mode, so you have to constantly look around. Uh, you got to look at your feet, you got to look off in the distance, and you got to pay close attention to what you're looking at. Number two, I would suggest wearing a headset because, as I said in the other segment, you can hear the survivors. You can hear them in lockers when they're hiding. You can hear their breaths, their exasperated breaths after they started running. Uh, so, you know, calling back to Overwatch, that game has taught me to listen. And this game, Dead by Daylight, utilizes listening. Number three, stay calm. Because it is a four versus one game. And it's just you against four people. Now, they can't necessarily attack you but it can be frustrating when you're chasing after somebody and then a person gets in your way and then you don't know who to go after because you could easily take out this person but then that other person is going to get away and then he can fix another generator there's a lot of things going on so yeah just basic mechanics uh you you left click to attack and you use your right click for your special ability <clears throat> The trapper's special ability is picking up his traps and setting them on the floor. And if somebody gets trapped, you can actually run over to them, pick them up, and then hopefully hook them. And then go off to find the other survivors and hopefully hook them too. Now, my favorite thing about this game is that it has the license killers. The shape. Michael Myers. My favorite horror villain of all time they have him they have amanda from saw she's the girl with the the pig face if you guys ever seen that movie they have freddy krueger the most probably the most iconic horror villain and they have leatherface remember leatherface the the cannibal guy with the face and the chainsaw super scary that was the main thing that drew me to this game was all these licensed killers unfortunately they cost mm, i would say about a meal at a fast food place, five, seven dollars just about for each of these uh, downloadable contents. But you don't just get the licensed killer when you purchase this downloadable content, you also get a survivor to go along with it. So, not only if it's so, if I if you go and pay for the Halloween DLC, not only do you get Michael Myers, the shape, you also get Lori freaking Strode as a survivor. How cool is that? You can also unlock these different perks. Now, <clears throat> another thing about this game is that each and every character has their own unique perk to them. And once you reach a certain level with these, uh, with these characters, you can purchase these, these perks that have a chance to appear on your other character's blood web. So, for example... Laurie Strode has a very uh, popular trait called Decisive Strike, which allows you to uh, use a skill check to break free from a killer. If you unlock that at Laurie Strode, you could actually hopefully unlock that on your other characters, which is extremely important to have in, uh, in this quote-unquote meta in Dead by Daylight. So, I mean, 
yeah, that's basically what there is to the killers. You uh, you go, try to find the survivors, and you try to sacrifice them. The next segment, I'm going to talk about a little bit more extra stuff about Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight has a little bit of lore to it, and it's really hard to figure out what's going on. But from what I've gathered, <clears throat> the entity is a is a nameless evil that just it, it it found its way into our realm, and it feeds off of fear. It it manifests because of fear. It needs that anxiety and that that feeling of of of, of death, which is why it needs killers. So it it finds people or things that have done heinous acts in their lifetime and it pulls them in and makes it become its killer. As far as the survivors, it takes a special person for it to uh, to pull them in. And once they're pulled in, they don't have any recollection of how they got there. All they know is that they wake up by a campfire and they have to survive. And that's up to you, the player, to help them survive. It's not really engaging as far as lore goes. I mean, we're all Blizzard fans here. We know how great those lorks can be, but it's still fun. It, it, it's something you wouldn't expect out of a game like this. It's hide and seek. It's four versus one hide and seek. You, you wouldn't think there'd be any lore to it, which is another reason that draws me to this game because the developers have created something original and, and fun and unique. And they're trying their best to build upon it, which is something I really admire, which is why I'm talking about it right now. I think it's a really great game. Now, the entity has also created realms, and these realms are represented by the different maps in the game. And I believe there is 23 different maps. And when I mentioned those DL, when I mentioned those DLCs earlier, uh, some of those uh, maps came along with those DLCs. For example, uh, you get Haddonfield. And you also get uh, a school from Freddy Krueger. I, I actually never watched the remake, but that's what that Freddy Krueger is based off of. I guess they couldn't get the license to use the original. But, hey, it's still Freddy Krueger. It's still cool. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I this game is a lot of fun. If horror isn't your thing, I don't, I don't recommend it for people who aren't a fan of spooky games. Or if you don't like gore just skip this game it's nothing super intensive it's not something that's going to make you cringe but if you're not into the horror genre and it's something you're not i would lack a better term if you're not desensitized 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 if you're not used to this sort of thing then i wouldn't play it you know don't don't waste your money so uh this game actually goes on humble bundle quite frequently which is how i got it every um i would say a couple months it's about 12 15 dollars 20 dollars on steam 25 i think i'm not entirely sure but yeah i mean give it a look it's it's a lot of fun and who knows maybe it'll be your uh, new favorite game thanks for listening this is uh the freezing nomad podcast i'm your host perfect nomad you can find me on twitter at perfect nomad i'm also on instagram at perfect underscore nomad if you uh, have any questions, feel free to call me here on Anchor. Uh, send me an email at perfectnomad at gmail.com or uh, hit me up on Twitter. That's probably the easiest way. Thanks again for, uh, for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend.